Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 111 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. Hello. 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 Coming to us live from the, the, uh, the state that looks like an L, kind of, when you flip it. Florida? Florida. Yeah, like if you like flipped it around, it would look like an L. Coming from the L state. I, I think that was a massive L you just took, but we're going to move on. <laughs> and also joining us, the next guest in our guest spotlight uh, round. I always want to say something about it like being a circle. <laughs> and our rotating, and our rotating guest spotlight segment. Uh, my sister, Marissa Lacey. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. No um, we're, we're movie buddies. We see mm-hmm. all the superhero movies together. We actually have a superhero movie we're going to talk about this week, but that's just why I'm excited to have you on. We, we see a lot of yep. movies together. We do. It's a fun time. <laughs> it is a fun time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so let's start with our main topic. Best friendships in movies or TV. Either one. I'm going to start. I'm going to start with my conventional one, I suppose. I'm going to start with Charlie and Hurley and Lost. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah, Ooh. man. You know, they crashed on an island together. And throughout the course of, I believe it's only like 40 days, but over the course of those times, they became good friends. Chilling, hanging out. And man, if you're telling me that the season finale of that the episode right before this season finale of season three doesn't make you cry when Charlie's going out on the boat and Hurley wants to go with him, but he's like, you can't, you can't, Hurley. And then he's really mean to him. He, he makes a really mean fat joke. And then he's like, you know what? I'm sorry. And he goes over, he just gives him a big hug. And you're like, oh, friendship right there. That's friendship. Wow. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> I just remember him dying. <laughs> We're going to leave that in because we don't know who she was talking about. So, was it Hurley? Was it Charlie? Was it a third party that was not named? <laughs> we don't know. Was it, my, was it me and my emotional trauma? We'll never know. We'll never know. So, David, you want to hit us with another friendship you really enjoy? Yeah. So, um, speaking on Charlie, let's talk about a different Charlie. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know whether to go with... I think I'm going to go with the Charlie and Mac combo. Okay. Okay. So, it's always sunny. Okay. Because there's there's some things that, like... So I feel like there's a lot of things that, like, oh, you can be friends before. like, But, like, if you go through, like, a, a... I don't want to say a traumatic situation, but if you go through something with some person, you have a lot of shared experiences. Mm-hmm. I feel like that strengthens the friendship. If, it, if the friendship survives. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, Charlie and Mac, they've been through a lot together. Let's talk about fight milk. Let's talk, let's about, talk fight about milk, okay. Let's, let's talk about... Let's talk about Mac leaving, even though he rooms with Dennis. Mm-hmm. But Charlie mm-hmm. and Mac, they just have this like this bond. Mm-hmm. Then they, they, they try to to kill themselves and cover it up for fake because they thought they were going to be killed by Mac's dad. Like they, they just there's some things that like once you do it with some person, you like no matter what happens, you you always are gonna like that's gonna be a piece of your life. And Charlie and Mac, 
Right, right. They have that. So, some would say a toxic relationship. <laughs> I think most would say that. No, no, but some, but sometimes those are the best. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but all right, they, all right. I would say it's more toxic between Dennis and Mac w- w- rather than Charlie and Mac. But isn't the whole point of the gang misses the boat episode that when Charlie and Dee aren't around them anymore, they're happy? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the whole point of that episode they're like oh yeah being around mac makes me angry <laughs> like oh yeah yeah i mean but, hey but there's the gang hey just wait my my second friend pick is also uh pretty unconventional <laughs> so we'll get there we'll get there marissa would you like to give us a friend combo okay um one of my favorite friend combos is Sue Heck and Brad from the middle. Okay. And it's just, like, such, like, a pure relationship. Like, they're both kind of blissfully clueless about everything, and it's just, like, I don't know. I think it's a really nice relationship. Yeah. Good friendship. They have they have quite the, uh... I, like, they, they help each other a lot. From I mean, I haven't seen most of the show, yeah. but they, like, they have this, like you said, they're blissful, unaware of everything they, they, they play off of each other quite well because one will be blissfully yeah. unaware in a situation but the other might not be i agree that's a good one yeah yeah all right okay <laughs> you want you want you want to talk about the middle the middle just ended do you want to give your thoughts yeah. on the whole f- series um, should, I take out, should i take out my headphones she's, or watch yourself? she's, she's not gonna spoil it mm-hmm. um, i guarantee i guarantee I, you <laughs> well i'm not gonna spoil it <laughs> yeah see um, I feel like it was like, okay, the beginning was better than the end. I feel like the last season, they were just trying to wrap everything up the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it was like, like there was like a storyline, like there were like two, three storylines that people really wanted to get like wrapped up. And I feel like they just kept like putting it off because they felt like they had to fill up all of these episodes mm-hmm. and i hate it when you take the last season and you're like oh this is our wrap-up season like still make it good i guess i yeah. don't know i don't know but the rest of the show is great i think it's perfect honestly like <laughs> whoa like yeah it, it's a really yeah. great show i agree it's, i just haven't caught up but it is really great yeah it's not on anything to catch up no I think, I, well, I haven't seen, like, the first couple seasons. Yeah, it'll probably either be on Disney's streaming service that they're going to come out with soon here, mm-hmm. or that it might go over to Netflix for a short stint or something once it's all it out. Might. But it might. I'd be interested in watching it. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my second pick um, <clears throat> is... Uh, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg and Eduardo Saverin from The Social Network. Um, now, it's tr- everyone knows that friendship doesn't end well. <laughs> it does not end well. In fact, some would say it doesn't even start well. And I wouldn't say that this is like an example of a good friendship. I'd say it's an example of a bad one. But that's what makes it a great representation of a friendship. <laughs> the way... Does that make sense? Can everyone follow on that? Versus, <laughs> like, what are you saying? No, this Good makes point. Sense. <laughs> yeah, thank no, you. Okay. <laughs> um, just the this movie is 
like I've said, I, this is a movie that I need to watch a couple more times before I really declare it. There are only a couple movies that I'm like, these are perfect movies. Incredibles. Uh, Psycho. Um, those are it. Those are, Really, those are the two, I'd say. Um, that's all. That's all. But I, I would honestly, once I've seen it more, I might throw Social Network into the ring. Because it is just so expertly crafted. And I think the relationships are what really makes that movie great. Um, and, and just seeing the way Eduardo obviously loves and cares for Mark quite a bit. Um, but seeing the way Mark continues to, uh, like, abuse him in his friendship and the way, the way he trusts him, it, it's, it's like a, it's, like I said, it's a toxic relationship, but it's a real one, and it feels real, and I think that's why it's one of the greatest, uh, maybe dissolutions of a friendship that might ever be in film. I think it's great. So... David. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. David, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Social Network. I might watch that tonight now, actually. <laughs> All right, David, hit us with the second one. A very underrated... underrated wow, words. <laughs> words, words, words. A okay. Very... Yeah. A cool friendship. Okay. Let's talk about... Yeah. A little, let's do like it. Like the friendship was so strong that it sparked a sequel. Oh, so it's not Nacho the, Libre. It's not any of the friendships in that for you. I mean, we could talk about that if you want to, but I mean, no. <laughs> it, we're gonna talk about Finding Nemo. Oh, the fr- the mm. friendship between Dory and Marlin. Marlin. I almost said Merlin. I'm like, he's not casting any spells in this movie. He cast the spell of being a good father at the end. <laughs> but it, the friendship wasn't necessarily like, like, cause they, he, what, like they meet and he's like, have you seen my son? And then like, she's like, oh, I've seen my, of course I have. But of course we all know that Dory is out of, out of her mind. So he clings to this, to this hope, this idea that like she knows where his son is. So then and in the very beginning, he's annoyed by her and, like, enraged and, like, can't, like, believe that she has short-term memory loss. But, um, and then they go through, they go through the whole movie and then the, I think, like, the jellyfish scene is when they mm. really, mm. really bond. That bond it. becomes solidified. I know. It's like, wow, like, he actually cares about Dory, whether... No matter what they've been through, so I don't know. Mm, like, mm. and how do you, how do you feel? How do you feel they continued that in Finding Dory for you? Because the friendship <laughs> was so strong that he like Dory gets lost, and he's like, "We, we got to go get her. We got to yeah. find her." Well, no, that is is that what happens in that movie? <laughs> Honestly, I haven't seen it since it came out. It, don't they go? I thought all... it was Nemo that wanted to find him. Or find her. Don't they all go together? They go to find her parents. No, no Dory gets like scooped up and goes. Oh, to, like, that's where, right. Um, that's cause right. Because it, it was like, oh, we're yeah. like finding out where Dory's actually from. So it's mm-hmm. like we're actually finding Dory, but we're like finding her pet, like like the double stick, like all oh, things. Yeah. Because I really didn't think I needed this in a movie for about an animated fish. Oh yeah, know. Finding Dory was upsetting. It was fine. There we go. Two ings <laughs> that we got for that one. <laughs> 
fining. It was fining. It was fining. It was upsetting. <laughs> it was disappointing. The three ings of the Dory. <laughs> da, da, da. All right. So, Marissa, what what is your second choice? Okay. My second choice is a classic. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It is the one that we've all been waiting for. Yeah. It's Dwight and Pam from The Office. Okay. It's not a I classic. It is a classic. David, David's a real hipster. I don't know if you've known this. He refuses to watch The Office because it's too popular. I wear beanies. I in boots. I go to coffee shops, but don't drink coffee. I yeah, this is all true. This is all true. <laughs> no, it's not. In there. I, I... That would be really great, but though, all... because like you have to imagine some people who listen to this podcast don't know who we what we look like or anything. They maybe don't follow us. So I like the idea that we just gave people who don't know us this look of David. Like this is oh, what he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, such a, I'm such a movie. I'm such a hipster. And I'm movie knock. Like I don't like. <laughs> Traditional co- I am a hipster now. I like traditional comedies. <laughs> you only watch everyone. Hallmark movie. <laughs> no blockbusters. No blockbusters. Okay. All right. So, so Jim and or not Jim and Pam. <laughs> Pam and Dwight. That good friendship they had. They were just friends, guys. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, Pam and Dwight. I feel like um. <clears throat> Well, they really came into their own when Dwight got that concussion and Pam was, like, taking care of him. Right, right. And then... Oh, yeah, Marissa, this is the other thing. David just took his headphones out because he doesn't want spoilers for a show he's never gonna watch. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're you're very true. Go on. All right, so continue. Um, Jake, start waving when... uh... I'll wave when we're good. All right. And then, I don't know, just, like, ever since then, it's, like... Pam, like, has always always had, like, this soft spot for Dwight, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, like, Dwight still does crazy stuff, and Pam still plays pranks on him or whatever. But, like, I don't know. She's always, like, telling Jim that he has to be nicer to him and stuff like that. I don't know. It was really funny. I remember one episode where <laughs> um, she was, like, trying to, like, conspire with Dwight, and Dwight's like, I don't know, you married my enemy. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I agree with oh. you, Marissa. The office is real yeah. great. Office is real yeah. great. No. There's a lot of a lot of friendships was, in there that are like, yeah. I was just gonna say for a park and rec parks and rec friendship. Anne and Anne and Leslie, but you wouldn't have gone for that because you don't like Anne. I hate Anne. I the office ruined Anne for me, so Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well that is our favorite movie and tv friendships what you'll find marissa you're a lot more of a tv person so you're bringing that perspective in this go around so we'll talk a little bit more about that too when we talk about guest spotlight Uh, but let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week okay let's start with you know let's start with the one that i have seen no hype for at all the darkest minds Hey, what Snapchat do you mean, is hype? very hype. Yeah. Snapchat's hype about it? I don't use Snapchat. Someone tell me something about it. I don't know, like, I'll, be like, I'll be like scrolling through Snapchat all of a sudden, the darkest minds. I'm like, well, okay, like I'm just trying to like look at this first story, but the darkest minds is coming out this week. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. There's like a random line from the movie, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it has nothing to do with the movie whatsoever. <laughs> they just picked it out of thin air. 
It's great. It looks like a good movie. <laughs> it's great. I, I mean, we've seen the trailer. It played before A Quiet Place. And it's played yeah. before a couple and things. I remember I looked over at you and I was like, Ooh. Yeah. I was like, I don't know about this. It looks yeah. like this is... Alright, so, like, obviously these... Alright. Harry Potter and The Hunger Games and Twilight were the three mm-hmm. big young adult phenomenons and even hunger games by the end slipped quite a bit um as far as popularity goes so it's just it's so boring dude all of these young adult movies are just some combination of those three and it's just like stop stop doing this like okay jake like Jake. Divergent. Yeah, like Divergent, even yeah. That was so bad. They didn't do, even do you think it. that maybe, because you are no longer a young adult, you are now a grown man that like you're you don't like these anymore because you have grown. Mm. Do you think this is possibility that you've grown as a person? I, you know, I think that is a possibility, but at the but same like, time, but this movie adults, still looks like it sucks. Uh, yeah, everyone I, liked Harry Potter. Yeah, though. adults like, like Harry. It David, matter what. David also doesn't <laughs> like Harry Potter. <laughs> Yikes, he hasn't I'm seen him. Me. Oh, I forgot. Let I me forgot. drink my let me drink my thirteen dollar drink. Yeah. Kombucha. <laughs> sorry, sorry for any hipsters who listen to the podcast. You know what? No, that's the thing. We're not saying it derogatorily. You know, if you're a hipster, live your life, do your thing. That's all good. Yeah, man. just own it. Just own it. Yeah, own it. Well, yeah. no, uh, I, I, but I expect my Christmas present to be a beanie from you, Marissa. A beanie. <laughs> Um, I, I really, like, this is obviously a mix of, like, The Hunger Games and Harry Potter. It's like, oh, there are these four types of powers, kind of like the four houses in Harry Potter. Oh, and the government's involved and, like, wants the kids to be taken, kind of like Hunger Games. It's like, guys, I don't know. It might be good. For all I know, it might be good. I'm just kind of sick of it at this point. I think it's just like it's Harry Potter's so good because it's so original and because it it does something new and different and I mean I can't speak to Twilight I haven't watched them it was popular Great. for some reason Marissa why why is Twilight popular hit us with that um, bit of knowledge I'll actually tell you why it was the it was the sorry Marissa cut you off but it was the Edward and the uh it was the triangle was it the jacob triangle? Dude, yeah. no it was the edward jacob love triangle i think that everyone wanted to watch till the end because they're like oh well bella has to end up with jacob that just makes sense no <laughs> that didn't happen people wake up <laughs> wait she did people think the wrong person <laughs> did people really think she was gonna be with jacob didn't Jacob like end up well, like with the daughter? Like yeah. he was like, yeah. like, oh, like didn't he like well, fought? He was like, he did, like, did he? He was like supposedly like connected to like he thought it was Bella, yeah. but like it ended up being her the daughter. So he ends up like yeah. being the like and he's even though he's super old. Although I don't know like what the good old vampire werewolf like years dating span is. So they they weren't dating though. He's just like extra just, like protective. Of her, I guess. It's so, called, like, uh, 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 it's weird. That's creepy. That's like that's like that thing no, that like predators do with little girls, where they like 
they like pamper them and and then when they turn of age it's gross I, that's I absolutely gross i don't think that's right. the intention I don't know. I didn't read the book, though. I didn't read I, the book. That's fine. Know. It might not have been the intention. That's just what I was like, oh, wow. Okay, now that I'm hearing this, yeah. this sounds a little weird. Uh, but, you know, Darkest Minds, 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm guessing it's not very good. <laughs> so here yeah. we are. Also, Maze Runner. Oh, my God. I just want to talk about Maze Runner again. Just real quick. Maze Runner had, like, potential. To be I like something. The first movie. Yeah, the first movie's pretty alright. But then it just devolved into zombie stuff. And I'm like, why is this? I don't know. It's just there's no original cause zombies ideas. are because zombies were in, that's why. Yeah, but like you don't have to follow the, the trend. I don't remember. I fu- <laughs> Aaron and I always talk about we stopped reading after the first one because James Dashner is just not a good writer. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. The movies are honestly better tellers of the of the story. Um, so let's move on to the spy who dumped okay. me, Mila Kunis, Kate McKinnon. Um, decent trailer. I don't know. I think there's two very funny women in it, so I'd be interested in seeing it. Mila Kunis is okay. I wouldn't say that she's very funny. Though. Well, she's playing she's playing the straight man in most things. Yeah. Except for I mean, like, like the '70s show where she's pretty well, yeah, zany. I thought. I thought she was funny in that. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not really... Comedies these days aren't that funny to me to begin with. So. See, just like we, you're a hipster too, Marissa. I've said <laughs> you a beanie and a well, pound of coffee. A beanie and a pound, a pound of coffee. <laughs> in liquid form or in like bean form? <laughs> no, not liquid. <laughs> not liquid. Anything but. Anything but. Um... Frozen. No, I, I mean, I like to say that 2018 is the year of the studio comedy. We've gotten three good ones so far, which is more than we ever get in a year. Oh, I But... I've only seen one. Game Night. But you love Game Night. Oh, yeah. That's because... <laughs> oh, God, I don't Game know. Night's great. They have the right people, so... Yeah, that's true. But Game Night, Blockers, uh, and Tag, I, I think, are, like, really good for what we normally get. This doesn't look that good. And to be clear, it does have a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes as of recording. So um, people don't love it too much, but what I can you do? I don't think that Kate McKinnon is as, is as funny as people think that she is, I guess. I mean, like, yes, yeah, she has really good impressions, but I don't know if that makes mm-hmm. someone funny, you know? Yeah, I can oh. definitely I mean, see that. It, it carried uh... Ghostbusters. No, not good. It carried um, in Full House. It carried good old Joey, all his impressions. Oh. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Uncle Joey lived by the. Was Uncle Joey funny? <laughs> that's you know that's actually a good question. Was he funny? Oh. He was when we were kids, I guess. <laughs> or was he just really good at impressions? Did we just crack some know. big cycle? I don't know. You might have. I don't think I ever. I don't know. I didn't get a lot of his impressions, so I don't think I laughed. Because I wasn't born in the nineties. Right. Well, well it, I mean, I yeah. was born. In I mean, his stuff. Y. His stuff was old. Like he would do like Rocky and Bullwinkle stuff, which was before yeah. the nineties. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I I'll see this if Movie Pass doesn't completely <sighs> die this weekend, which there's a possibility it will. But I might see this at some point. But yeah. 
Um, I also wanted to mention, it's weird counter-programming coming out the week after Mission Impossible to do, like, Mission Impossible, then a week later, another spy movie, but this one's a comedy. It's like, it's that's a weird... They did that when Mission Impossible 5 came out as well. They did it with that Ms. Melissa McCarthy spy movie. It, they, it was the movie, same thing. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> spy. The, oh, right. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah, no, it's just called Spy. <laughs> I realized that was, sounded weird, because I was like, that Melissa McCarthy spy movie called Spy. <laughs> yeah. So. That yeah. weird. It's trash. I remember that. That's really weird. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Christopher Robin. Very excited. Very excited. We're going to go see it. By by time this post, we'll have seen it. Marissa and I are taking her mom. Yeah, I want Pooh loves... to go in the real world and him just to go to like some diner. They're like, oh, can I get some honey for my toast? And then he just eats honey and just keeps asking for more and more honey. And the person's like, why do you want so much honey? And he's like, well, I'm a Pooh bear. Like, I like honey. And then like they just don't get it. And then I was this, just... is... <laughs> this is quite the plot to this movie. <laughs> I love it. And that is what the whole movie is about. <laughs> It'll be like the Ron Swanson. <laughs> Give me all the honey you have. I think what you just heard is that I want a lot of honey. What I said is that I want all the honey that you have. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm excited for this. I don't even know what else to say. I, it's Winnie the Pooh. It's right. tapping into that Paddington, uh, those Paddington vibes that I love so much. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's more like childhood type. Yeah. Stuff. I, w- I didn't. Want, I didn't. I don't even think I knew what Paddington was as a child. So. No. We're on the. We're on the childhood. I still don't. It's t- it's tapping into yeah, those. It, it. it would. This movie would be like if Paddington and Toy Story three had a baby. I think. Because <laughs> you know he's old and he's seeing his toys again. <laughs> or. Or if... Oh, gosh. <laughs> or different plot twist. Okay. Because you know how, like, like how um, they're all based on, like, like Pooh is what, gluttony. Okay, that's, yeah. Or, like, they'll, they'll hold that That's whole not thing. true, what but they, yeah. What, they just go, what? <laughs> that's not, like, true. That's just oh, yeah, a fan but, like, theory. But people just make it up. But right, right, right. If, I got what, what you're saying. What if the... What? I said, I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. Just continue. <laughs> continue, David. <laughs> I'm trying, but you keep cutting me off. The, de- so, yeah, the what, delay what, on Skype what, is like, awful. You just go in and then, like, Pooh's like, yeah, I'm obese. And then, like, you know, like, Eeyore's, like, his depression's, like, really crippling. Like, so he's just, like, trying to go into rehab. Oh, my God, I want to see this movie now. It, oh. I think we need DC to make that movie if that's ever going to get made. They like going too dark with it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Christopher Robin. <laughs> I'm in. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll talk about that in a second. But Christopher Robin, I'm excited. I hope it's good. Uh, this is, like, one of the few live-action Disney movies in a while that's, like, intrigued me. Um, because they're, they're actually expanding upon the idea instead of just redoing it. Same with the uh, Mary Poppins sequel, which is exciting. So, we'll see. But let's move on to the what have we been watching segment this week. Marissa, do we want to talk about the movie we saw first? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. 
want. <laughs> I think David just burped really loud. No, I did. I'm sorry. It's oh. all good. Like it, I couldn't hear it. It just sounded like he was like he wasn't okay. Like something happened, and I'm like, oh my god. Uh, let's start. Let's start. I got I got a rumbling in my tummy. He needs the honey. He needs the honey. All the honey. Um, so Teen Titans go to the movies. Marissa and I saw this, and oh my god, this movie is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> People on Twitter are so spoiled. Is there an end credit scene? Yeah. I was spoiled for the end credit scene, too. They, I didn't see that. There, there was no chill. Marissa, we saw the end credit scene. We stayed for it. I was spoiled. I, don't think so. I was spoiled of the idea of it. I didn't see the full thing on Twitter, but oh, I haven't either. I, I what? Give me a keyword. I don't remember it. I there's literally not a keyword that wouldn't spoil it for David or for everyone else listening. Oh, so let's well, not use an obscure one. <laughs> uh, no, I li- there's literally nothing I can say because it's so like. It's so simple. Oh, if I tell much. me later. Okay. Um, but was this, there was it a musical, Jake? Yeah, there was a lot of music, and the yeah. music was actually pretty good. It wasn't like the, was was the iconic Beast Boy track in it. No, and it wasn't anything of that quality. It was very much more like, how would you even describe it? Like SpongeBob music, almost. Like really yeah. silly, really fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, SpongeBob had some great bangers. I mean, yeah, Gary, come home. I'm a goofy goober. This, this, gr- this grill is not a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this movie starts out. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I own the SpongeBob like, like CD with like campfire songs. Oh song. hell yeah! Oh, yes. Bump it. <laughs> Let's sit around the campfire. Let me let me put that in my iTunes real quick. <laughs> I'm I, when I was babysitting, I was like, they're like, sing us a song. So I'm like, I had the kid. I'm like, oh. Ever hear about the campfire song song? <laughs> and they're like, what? They literally whipped that bad boy out. I was like, they was like, where's the camp? I'm like, okay, you guys don't get it, whatever. Oh my yeah. god. Dude, I watched SpongeBob so much. A lot of those songs I like still have memorized. Every now and oh, then yeah. I'll just go on YouTube and look for the sweet, sweet victory song. <laughs> sweet, sweet. And just sweet jam victory. out to it, man. It's insane. But so, uh no, Teen Teen Titans Go to the Movies starts with like a banger of a rap song. <laughs> like, it is pretty great. Like, and this is like one of those movies, like, I love cringe comedy. Like, that's a that's a genre that I really enjoy. And this movie kind of has that in spades. And I love it. Um, but also, there's some really, really dark stuff in this movie. <laughs> Like, joke-wise. Like, I don't even know how much to say. There's, like... They, like... I plan on on trying to see it, so... They, they like, kill a baby in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. These are the Teen Titans I Or or they attempt, I guess. I don't know what the right word is, but they... They certainly try. Um... Oh, there's an ambulance running by. 
Oh, that's spooky. That was funny. Yeah. Oh my god. That there was just so many like laugh out loud. Like oh my god. There's just so much. And there's one that like I when I texted Aaron about it, I'm like, this movie made me laugh like a little kid again, at like some really juvenile humor, but like stuff that still made me laugh out loud. Like, some of it was like, okay, whatever. This They're just going for a cheap joke. But there's a poop joke in this movie that might be the funniest joke of the year. <laughs> like, uh, I, don't it, I don't believe you. It's yeah. so good. Here's a fact, audience. Poop jokes are always funny. Marissa does not is, matter the situation. <laughs> Marissa's favorite episode of Always Sunny was Who Pooped the Bed for a Long Time. <laughs> <laughs> Like I always movie. forget that's an episode. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's definitely a weird one. Um, yeah, and it's just like the every with everything being so dark from DC and so gritty and trying to be so realistic. This movie just taking a, like a sledgehammer to everything DC's ever done. Um, much like the Lego Batman movie, although this is like for. I'd say this is for a younger audience than even the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of, like, a Spongebob movie. Yeah. I'd say. And I, I loved that for it. I I mean, mm-hmm. me and Marissa actually even saw... <laughs> we took one of Marissa's friends to see the, the 2015 Spongebob movie. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like, oh, this is going to be funny. It's not going to be good. It's going to be bad. But we were the only people in the theaters laughing because yep. we liked it that much. I feel like we were at this movie, too. Yeah, we were. There were, like, especially, like, the dark humor. We were, like, I feel like we laughed a lot, and they were just, like... Yeah, like, oh, that's messed up. Like, why are you laughing at that? (laughs) I I don't think we heard a kid laugh the entire time. I I think there was only, like, one kid in the theater, and it was, like, a kid kid. Yeah. Like, Like, two or three. Someone just needed their kid to shut up for an hour and a half. Right. (laughs) Took them to the theater. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I mean, this is up there for me. I, game night, I probably laughed a little more at, and if not, I think game night has a better story, but this movie is yeah. like, if you have kids, take them to see Teen Titans. It's just a lot okay. of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. all right. So I guess I'll, I'll plow through my list. I've seen a lot this week. Uh, David and I watched the original Mission Impossible this week. Pretty underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Pretty underwhelming. <laughs> Sorry to say. But it was it. also old. Yeah, I like that. Like Older. I, I'd say there are two really fantastic scenes. I mean, this came out the year I was born. <laughs> there are two really fantastic scenes, and other than that, it's just kind of a slow, kind of almost boring spy movie. Like I don't know. Would you Would you dare put it in the category now? Because. Let me say, what do you put in like the X Men category? It's like, oh, like they they don't really know what superhero movies were yet. You know what I mean? Like, I like, know. like you say that, like you say, like the first X Men movie is like, oh, like this is like, like you say it's good, even though I don't think it's good. But like you and Aaron argue, it's like, oh, it's good. It's just because it was the first superhero movie and they didn't know what to do with it. I, I I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't know. I'd still stand by X Men as a good movie. No. It's just of a different but, era. Better this than what movie. they're putting out now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Shots yeah. fired. I agree, Marissa. <laughs> I agree. Well, don't worry. Disney's coming to 
mess up everything Fox has worked for, you know. Thankfully. Um, I just, yeah, I, I wish I liked it more. Because, like I said, there are two really great scenes. I mean, the big set piece everyone knows about in this movie where he's, like, hanging over the floor with the lasers and stuff. It's like, yeah, that scene's obviously great. And there's also right. another scene where he's talking to... Um, I, I forget the character's name, but he's talking to him. And we're seeing, like, the what the guy is saying and then what Tom Cruise is remembering. And he's, like, figuring out and he's putting all the pieces together at the same time. And, like, that is, like, that is good stuff. That's good visual storytelling. That's everything Ethan else, Hunt, baby. That's Ethan Hunt. That's Ethan Hunt, my dude. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I, I wish I liked it more, but we'll get to later impo- Impossible Mission movies. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, but... Aaron one day uh, came back from the movies and saw four movies in theaters, um, and so that's when I decided I'm buckling down. I'm watching three 2018 movies tonight, baby. So I watched Truth or Dare, uh, which honestly, for the first 30 minutes, I'm like, this isn't that bad. Like it's bad, but it's not like awful. And then the longer it went on, the dumber it got. And I was like, okay. And even at that point, I was like, this is just dumb fun. But then it, like, goes on for, like, 20 minutes too long. And they copy several plot points from Rings. Like, yo, that was... You just straight up took that. So... Then I watched The Legacy of a White-Tailed Deer Hunter, which is a Netflix movie that I knew nothing about. Um, It's not good. It's boring. Sorry. Josh Brolin's in it. He gives a good performance, but otherwise, it's just a boring movie. There were ideas there, but it just didn't translate. Whatever. Don't need to talk too much about that. Then I watched a movie called Flower, which, if it weren't for how much I detest The Strangers Pray at Night, this would be my least favorite movie of the year. Um, And the other thing this movie has going for it is that it, it, it is shot competently. I think it's pretty to look at. And I think Zoe Dutch gives a good performance. Mm-hmm. Other than that, this movie is so misguidedly awful. <laughs> like, the movie is about a girl who's 17 who tracks down pedophiles and goes to town on them, but has her friends record it. What do you mean? What, what, what kind of term... <laughs> Is going to town, but she has her friends record her doing it. No, 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 no. What kind? What kind? What is the term of going to town? (laughs) You know, we've discussed it on the podcast several times. Tell the audience. The audience knows about the birds, the bees, and the abandoned buildings. Everyone knows. So she's so like she has a kink for pedophiles. No, 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 no. You gotta listen. You gotta listen to me. She what she does. She goes to town on the pedophiles and has her friends record it, and then they threaten the pedophiles with the footage and then steal all the money from their bank accounts. Yeah. So that's, like, the setup for this movie. And already I'm like, okay, this is weird, but whatever. Maybe they take it in an interesting direction. How did they threaten the pedophiles with that? Because they're like, we'll show this to the cops. Then we find out that she has a stepbrother. And also, this girl is, like, the most unlikable character I've ever seen in a film. 
She is that the way that she's written, or yeah. is she just like Zoe Dutch okay. is a likable actress. This character is just written so poorly. She's rude to literally everyone, like in an irredeemable way. When she meets her stepbrother, who she finds out was molested as a kid, she makes fun of him for it a lot. And you're like, oh, that's weird. And then you're like, okay, all this is weird. All she has to do is just have a redemption arc. Realize she's been a jerk. Mm-hmm. But the movie never does that. And instead, there's like a weird romance subplot between the stepbrother and her. And it's just so creepy. <laughs> It's the creepiest thing ever. And Adam Scott from Parks and Rec plays a pedophile, which is a really weird role for Adam Scott because I don't I think I could that's ever... a good role for him. <laughs> okay. I, just, I thought it was weird because I was like, I don't see you as anyone but Ben. <laughs> like, you're oh, just... I, don't... I could see him as a creepy person. Okay. Yeah, well, he does that. <laughs> and then they kill him. It's just, it's weird. It's weird. And it's, like, gross. Because it feels like someone on the writing staff had a thing for their stepsister at one point, and they're like trying to like live vicariously. They're trying to like live vicariously through this character, and it's like really gross. I hate this movie. Like this might be the most offensive movie of 2018. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. It was London Has Fallen in 2016. Because that movie was, like, racially insensitive. This movie is, like, sexually insensitive in a lot of ways. And, like, she's never reprimanded for making those, like, inappropriate jokes about her stepbrother. Like, really awful jokes. She's never reprimanded for it, and she never makes a change. So it's like, this isn't a good character. You just wanted to write a movie where a stepbrother and a stepsister get together, and it's gross. So, I hate this movie. Uh, I really hope this movie gets lost to time forever. Um, so, that's where I'm at there. Okay. It's awful. Mission Impossible 3, though. Woo! That's a pretty alright one. <laughs> you watched Mission... Alright, so, okay, can I... Fill in. Fill in with Mission 2. Because I, I skipped 2. I skipped 2. I heard it was bad. Good. Good. <laughs> Really bad. Tell me about the two. Tell me about the two. <laughs> two, like, half of the movie and two is slow-mo shots of Tom Cruise and the chick, like, looking at each other. And, like, <laughs> and, like smooth Mexican, like, music playing in the background. Like, that's literally half the movie. <laughs> hey. And I ha- he has super oh, long, and he has, like, super long hair. I have it now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch it. Let's do this. And he, and, like, his hair is, like, ridiculously long. Yeah, it's pretty long um, in four too. I realized we'll talk about that later. But so, um, is there anything even in two that's like redeemable or worth seeing in it? Um. Okay. So you know, one of the best redeemable uh, things about Top Gun is obviously that volleyball scene. Right. 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 They they, they have one of those scenes in Mission Impossible Two. It's uh, he's mountain climbing. <laughs> oh my God. It, it's literally it's like literally just him flexing and like ooh. Tom Cruise. Oh Ooh, my God. Tom Cruise. That's literally what it is. <laughs> I need to see this. I'm glad I skipped it, though. Because I feel like when I watched 3, it felt like a normal... It felt like a good move for the character from 1 to 3. I was like, this makes sense how he would be here now. 
and I'm like, I, I didn't feel like I missed anything I, by skipping two. Well, okay, because two, the way two ends, okay, I, I, we're just don't don't tell me about how two ends because I, I, I really I need to. But like now, I'm thinking I'm like this. Interesting. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the reason I skipped it is because I was texting Aaron, and I'm like, look, if I'm going to see six in theaters on the biggest screen possible, I'm not going to be able to watch all of them. So which ones do I need to watch? He's like, you can probably skip two, maybe skip three even. And I was like, well, I'll watch three just because he's like, yeah, two just, there's literally oh, nothing in two that is pulled over to six, he said. So what's the point? Question is is it is you know the face pulling things like oh I'm yeah it's gone yeah yeah is that is that in every one is that just a Mission Impossible like thing it's a Mission Impossible thing from the shows I they definitely tone it down a lot more later like three do they even do it in three they might not even the, do the, it yeah, in three and in four they don't at all in five they do like once or something I don't remember they do like a little callback it's like oh yeah, yeah. it's still a thing yeah. Well, they always talk about yeah. masks. Benji really wants to wear a mask. That's like the big, his big character thing, and he never does. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but yeah, Mission Impossible 3. Totally serviceable action movie. David, you're rubbing your microphone against sorry, your pillow. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, totally serviceable action movie. Um, I think the thing that really pulls it out from being just kind of a, a lesser action film is philip seymour hoffman's performance i think he's really good he's he's menacing as all hell um and like it's always good when you get like a scary villain and i think philip seymour hoffman really does that in this one so good for him um then moving on to mission impossible 4 which i had seen in 2011 when it came out and uh 2011 me is no longer allowed to make any judgment calls on movies anymore because I was like, it's whatever, it's fine. And I rewatched it, and I'm like, oh my god, this movie is so good. This movie is so good, David. I know you've seen this one. It's on your letterbox that you've seen it. But if you haven't seen it in a while, I'd recommend rewatching it. Because yeah, yeah, it so is like, so good. Y- yes, because I, me- I remember, is that Rogue Nation? Uh, that's Ghost Protocol. Rogue yeah, I, I remember going to see it. Remember the conversation that I'm like, I've seen like I think a lot of these, but I don't remember right, them. Right. So, like I remember going to see it. Don't know what the heck it's about. Yeah. I honestly, you could start at four. No, you I'm, need you need a little bit of three. You need like one character in three. But like, if six is as good as everyone else is saying, four, five, and six is like gonna be one of the best trilogies of movies. Because four is just so expertly directed brad bird is like one of my favorite directors now because not only is he really great with this he directed incredibles iron giant ratatouille like he has great he has a great sense of what makes a story work and and how to shoot action and this is well continue sorry yeah, I was just say, well, I have one. I have the worst ones out of the way. I have one and two out of the way, so now it's only uphill for, yeah, for me. Yeah, it really is only uphill. I, I personally like four better than five. We'll talk about five in a second. But everything in four, from the very opening, which is a ton of fun, to the Burj Khalifa like whole sequence, where like ton, there's tons of stuff that just goes on in that one building, and it is gripping. It is riveting, and I just it is. 
unbelievable how well shot this movie is. Which, when we move over to five now, is where I kind of am like, Christopher McQuarrie has good ideas as a director. And I think he does a lot better when he's not shooting frantic action. The There's an opera house scene in Rogue Nation that is, I would say, one of the best directed scenes in cinema. Like, there, there's a certain aspect where there's three different groups in the opera house at the same time all working independently of one another and and moving in and out of each other's plans at the same time and it is just beautiful to behold but nothing ever really matches it in that movie no like there's nothing else that's really of that level because a lot of like that hand like like hand on hand combat is a little it's it's shaky cam. It, it's not quite as good as how Brad Bird shot it. Um, but there's a lot here that's just so good. So so you've seen you've seen four, five, and six. I haven't seen six yet. Right. I remember. I don't know if it was four or five. But I remember. Like he goes down in like the well or the water, and he's like spinning around. Well, I don't yeah, know that's, if that was five. Four or five. that's five. That's five. That's okay. five. Yeah, that scene's really good that- too. I remember that scene from five like, specifically. I don't know why. Yeah, that's oh God. That scene is really good. And then just all I mean, like there's the big. Every time a new Mission Impossible comes out, they always show like two big action set pieces in the trailers. And the one for the, the ones for Ro, or number five, Rogue Nation, was him hanging off the side of a plane and the motorcycle chase. And him hanging off the side of the plane is insane to me. Like. That he did that. <laughs> um, and the motorcycle chase is also great. Like, this movie, I'd say... If he broke his ankle in six. Like I did hear that. Do- Dude, he's old. He's 56 now. Like, he can't keep doing this forever. <laughs> I mean, he still looks like a snack. Good for you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Scientology must treat you real well. Um, but yeah, I'd say a 1 in 1A as far as the ranking for... Uh, Mission Impossible. I, I like Ghost Protocol better because I think it's just a little bit more expertly shot. But five is also just great. I think five might be smarter than four. It's just not as well shot. So it's like you got a bit of a trade off there. Um, but I'm I'm so excited for six. This has become one of my favorite series now. Uh, just I mean like yeah like the first three whatever say what you will about them. But just four and five alone is like oh my god. Just watching those just to get to this point is so worth it. I love it. I'm just so excited. But that's all for that. I also want to mention Trial and Error came back for season two. It's rough. (laughs) It's not as good as season one. I really enjoyed season one. What is that? Uh, It's an NBC show by the people who made Parks and Rec. It's like one of the guys who worked on Parks and Rec. And it's supposed to be like a making a murderer type show. Like it's a parody of that. But it's based on a trial. uh, Like a murder trial. And season one I thought was pretty good. um, Because it had that good mystery. And in this one. I'm going to keep watching it. Just because I think it might still hook me. But it's just Mm -hmm. the comedy is just not there anymore. And. I don't know. I don't know. I'll keep watching it. But that might be one that I'm like ooh. Fallen Titans or something. So, but that's it. So, David, since you started with uh, Mission Impossible Two, would you like to continue? Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, so, 
Gerald from last week, he hit me yes. up and he's like, "Yo, David, you want to go see Equalizer 2? I was like, "Uh, I get, yeah. Uh, what time?" He's like, "Oh, you know, six fifteen, six thirty. I'm like, "Okay." And you see the first one, so he's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, I need to watch the first one." And, and like, I don't know. Am I am I crazy for wanting to watch like all the movies? Like, so I could be, you know, I don't know. Like, is that just not a normal thing? No, people, it, it is. Just... It is normal, especially for something like Equalizer Two. Like with Mission Impossible, those are movies you can. They're episodic enough where I think you can jump around. Um, yeah. But yeah, with Equalizer, I think you probably do need to see the first one. So, but um, but yeah. So I I like pull up on PlayStation and it's like oh, so I literally was like oh, I should finish around like six fifteen. I was like oh crap. So I watched first Equalizer. First Equalizer is pretty darn good. Like, I'm surprised how much I like the first Equalizer. Yeah, Denzel. Um, there was no iconic, we're equal now. I thought there was going <laughs> to oh, be yeah. one. I forgot about that. I, I, that I little really meme we created. I one just so I could be like, holy crap, I call like, this isn't real. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm happy that there wasn't one. I'm happy it's sad. Because I'm happy because it makes it a better movie. Right. Sad because I thought that would I would have laughed. But, um. Okay. Denzel, my, good my action one, star. Denz, Denzel's a good action star. Good, my one good. complaint about the first one is that okay, so you know it's like oh like like movies would be like this man was like a, a secret agent for like thirty years. He was trained for that. First one just never really explained like who or what he is. Right, he's just a dude who's it, cool because he's cool. <laughs> yeah, like, ah. yeah. Okay. And then two, and, and but and then I saw, so I ended up seeing the equal. So I saw Equalizer one, and then literally half of my car saw Equalizer two right back to back. So it was like a whole. I was equal. All a four-hour block of Equalizer. <laughs> Four-hour block of Equalizer. So, and then the two, and two, they touch him like more, like they go. I'm like, okay, like now I understand like who he is, but like, I I like the the first one better than the second one. Mm-hmm. First one. Oh, I think just the ending and the first like the head is like super epic ending like it was shot really well. I don't I don't want to say it because it like spoils okay like a big part but like that end the ending of the the first was like ooh like I want to be I want to be Denzel Washington I want to make people equal like like like, like give me this job let me be the equalizer so yeah all um, right that was very enjoyable and then let me pull up I saw Mission Impossible one and two. Right. So right. one with you, and then watch two when I was doing laundry. Nice, nice. Uh, that seems like the right movie to watch while you're doing something else. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, Tom Cruise is just flexing while he's climbing a rock. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> like, uh, I'll just, yeah. let me do my whites now. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, I watched an episode of Shameless, because the new season of Shameless is on Netflix. Oh, okay. Nice. And so, still I, I watched it. I was like, "Yeah, I still like this show. Nah. Still a good show. Still care about all these characters." It's like I picked it up. I was like, "Yep, right where I left off. Feels a okay, baby." Solid. Um, I watched Blockers yeah. on the plane to Florida. Yeah, yeah, you did. Not good. Oh yeah, it's good. There's one. It's there's good. one okay scene, and yeah, it just wasn't good. Didn't really like, 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 I didn't laugh. 
Oh man, I, I see. I just don't get that. There was oh, there's so many laugh out loud moments in that movie. For but me. is it because you were alone on a plane? Like, did you have headphones in? Yeah, yeah. You gotta wouldn't have laughed either. Yeah, Blockers is one of those movies I don't no. think I'd rewatch. I think I needed that in theater experience where everyone's laughing, having a good time. Although I was laughing. No, because the most. like I've cried. Like I remember, I remember almost crying when I rewatched Arrival on the plane. Like, like I, my emotions are very intact. Like I'm not like ones like oh people's around me I can't do. No, Arrival was rolling up, and like it was the very beginning of Arrival, and it was the rewatch. So I was just like, oh god, this hits me hard. Holy crap! But it, it, my mom's like, you okay? But yeah, watch Arrival. But, but like. <laughs> Oh okay. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. And then, I, and then after the movie, I had like twenty, thirty minutes left, so I watched the twenty best or like most remembered iconic like parts of the World Cup. What? Yeah, I don't know. They're just like it's twenty memories of, the world, of like over the years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I like I like soccer. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> but, okay, sure. But, but like, but like, it was kind of I don't know. Some of the moments were like kind of stupid. It was like, ah, oh, David Beckham got a red card and he got thrown out of the game. But next year, which like they quoted it wrong because like he got a red card like so like the World Cup's every four years. But they're like, but then the next year, I'm like, well, that's every four years. <laughs> Even though they said it like the World Cup's every four years, like earlier in the like thing. And they were like, yeah, but he came back, and he scored a goal. And now he's a hero for his country. I'm like, this is iconic. He's a hero? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, of the, some of them are like, do you remember when the guy kicked the ball, and then the other guy kick it, and then go on the goal? Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that's, that's top ten for me. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, anything I else? Think... What? I think that's all. Have I been watching anything else? I, I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't think don't, so. I don't. I don't know. Marissa, would you like to talk about some movies that you've watched? <clears throat> sure. Um. Okay. So I watched the setup. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh. I don't want to say it was a good movie. It was a good rom-com. Because okay. when's the last time that someone's seen a rom-com? Like, early 2000s? Yeah, that's what I thought. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I miss that genre of movie. And Yeah, what was the last, that, like, real one? I don't know. It probably had, like, Kate Hudson in it or something. <laughs> like, probably he's just not that into you, maybe? That might be, like, the last, like, real one. That's like okay. straight up rom com. Yeah. yeah I don't maybe. Know. Yeah. It's but been a minute. I thought it was like I don't know. Like it wasn't funny. I mean it was it was kind of funny. Okay. But every rom com is kind of funny. It's not like laugh out loud. Except for the proposal. That one's really funny. Okay. Uh, okay. not all rom coms are kinda of funny. You're a liar. you're a liar. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. Uh, what's the one that just came out last year? I can't remember now. The Big Sick. That's like the last one, I'd say. And I'd say that's really great. That's not a rom-com. I'd say, alright, yeah, alright. It's, 
a rom-com has like a very specific layout jacob okay so all right all right so it's the formula that makes a rom-com yes i believe so okay 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 um yeah i i enjoyed it just because it's good to see a new one i guess i don't know Who who's in um that? it had zoe dutch in it oh zoe dutch and making then a, it making had, a comeback. um pete from the one that's marrying ariana grande pete davidson i thought he was in that that's but why he's i asked not, he's not like a big part of it he's like in it but it's not like his movie okay and it has tay diggs in it okay and another and then the other girl like the girl that he gets set up with she's i i think that she's famous but i don't i don't really know her anyway and the other the counterpart to zoe dutch i have no idea who he is he's kind of funny looking i don't know all right. Didn't think, he's not Steve Buscemi. He's not your typical. Who was it? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Could have been. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So after that, what what else? Um. Then I saw Finding a Friend for the End of the Earth, or wow, Se- right? Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Close enough. There we go. We got um, it. We got it. I've <laughs> seen this rom com. It wasn't that good. It I, wasn't that funny. It wasn't funny I, at all. Oh, okay. I thought it was funny. I didn't think it was very good, though. I... I don't know. I think that it was, like, very, like... Okay, we have to get across that we're getting to the end of the Earth. And then they just expected you to just, like, get on board with... I'm not going to say what happened at the end. But they just expect you to get on board with it. And it's like, okay, maybe more stuff has happened in between these scenes. But you've just been, like, pushing us along this entire time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I don't. I. I can't really say it without giving anything away. But okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Steve. I thought that Steve Carell was funny. It was like, it wasn't his typical. It wasn't like his stupid humor. It mm-hmm. was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. It was huh? weird. It wasn't great. I don't know. All right. What else? Anyway. <laughs> um. I saw the spectacular now. Which mm-hmm. I've been wanting to see. This is quite um, polarizing for people. So how, where do you come down on it? You know, I liked... <clears throat> I liked the overall message that it was, like, trying to get across. Like, I thought they did a really good job. And, like, Miles Teller, his character was good and everything. Mm, most punchable um, face in Hollywood. That's huh? that's a joke we make on the podcast. Miles Teller has the most punch. He has the most punchable face in Hollywood. Uh huh. <laughs> we don't even dislike. Well, Aaron might. I don't even dislike Miles Teller. He just plays yeah. that certain character so well, like that jerk. Like I think he can play that super well. So that's why I say that. Yeah. I just like. I didn't like how I didn't like his relationship with. Shaylee, Shailene Woodley, is that her name? Mm-hmm. I didn't like. I didn't like that relationship. It didn't seem <clears throat> like it didn't seem real. Like it didn't seem like that could actually happen. I guess. Okay. I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, like I'll just give like briefly. I'm not giving anything away. Go like for it. he's Go like for it. the popular guy. She's a nobody. He wakes up drunk on her lawn, and then he like befriends her. I guess. Mm-hmm. And she's like a she's an intelligent girl, but like 
so you would think that she would be smarter than to do some of the things that she does later on in the movie, I guess. Okay. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. That's what I didn't like about it. Like, I feel like they kind of played her dumb, even though they, like, pointed out several times that she wasn't dumb. Okay. I don't know. You, you know how movies do. I feel that. Um, I feel that. <clears throat> then I'm just going to move on, because I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the movie yet. I might have to see it again. Okay. And then um, another thing I've been watching is The O.C., yeah, a throwback. Okay. <laughs> <It's a> good... <laughs> do we want to tell? Do you want to tell the story of when we started to watch this and why we did? Yeah. So, um, my mom, or me and Jacob's mom, we were just like, "Oh, you need to watch a show together." And she's like, "Here's a show, The OC. I loved the show when I was a kid." Now, our mom was not a kid when the show came out. <laughs> we were kids. <laughs> she was. She was like, yeah, we were like, she was like thirty something, and this is like heavily like a teenage. It's type it's a teenage show. It's show. like Degrassi kind of in a they way. Do, what I think is interesting because they don't really they don't do this so much in like those kind of shows anymore, but like they did do like there was a lot of plot around the adults Mm -hmm. so i could see how maybe she would like that part of it yeah i mean i could see how she would like the high school part of it too but like i could see how she could relate to that part maybe i guess um Mm -hmm. but yeah that's that's interesting i think that's something that they did a lot in the early 2000s that they put plots around the adults as well well as that that, that's like the one tree hill yeah they do that in that as well and even Gilmore Girls to extent. I mean, I guess that was never really a show yeah. just about the kid. Yeah, but. that's yeah, that's not so much a. That's more of a family rather than friendship type show. Yeah. Um. But what was I saying? Um. Oh. The OC okay, is it is acting, it good? Oh, okay. The acting was not good at all. The. It's like. Some of the characters were lovable. Like, okay, Summer, who is played by Rachel Bilson, first first of all, terrible actress. Um, but she, I think she's good now. Let's she let's is. not she just hate Rachel Bilson. <laughs> at that at that time, she was not. I would. She was a lovable character, though, and I would say that her. Then I think his name is Adam Brody. I don't yeah. know if you know who. He is. That that sounds right. He, I'll look it up. He, his character is also very lovable. And I think that I was a little bit partial to him just because he was in Gilmore Girls. Mm. And I, lo- I loved his character in Gilmore Girls, even though it was only for like a season. But still, he was great in that. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. But I, I liked them. But like the main person, his name's Ryan. I didn't like him and I didn't like his girlfriend. I don't wait, know. Wait, it he didn't great. date Rachel Bilson? No. She's like the side character. She's a side character that everybody loves. Oh, I thought she was the main girl. No, that's... I don't know her real name. I don't know her real name. Uh, Misha Barton. She's awful. Like, okay, her acting is better than Rachel Bilson's by a long shot in that show. But, like, her character is just awful. Like... If any of you viewers have watched One Tree Hill, it's kind of like how Brooke 
was like the side character, but everyone wanted her to be the main character because she was awesome. And nobody wanted Peyton to be in it anymore. Well, I mean, they want her to be in it, but they want her to be the side character. It was kind of like that kind of situation. Um, no one, you guys don't know what I'm talking about. But... I don't, but someone listening probably does. <laughs> yeah, now, I do, I do want to say, Misha Barton has had quite the career <laughs> since the OC. Like, it took me a long yeah. time to scroll the OC. But, like, not in anything good. <laughs> Just... Right. In tons of, like, weird indie rip-off movies. She left the show one season before it ended, and I think it ended because of lack of viewers. Like, it wasn't like a, oh, this is, we're ending it. It was like a lack of viewer type thing. But she ended right before that last season, and honestly, like, the show did kind of fall apart, I think, but at the same time, I didn't like her so i was okay that she was gone i don't yeah. know she was she wasn't a lovable character to me like it's like it's okay that you have all these problems in your life but like does the whole show have to be centered around it like it's kind of annoying. i don't know yeah i could see that <clears throat> so that was my review it was an okay show oh you, oh, you finished you like it one tree hill you'd like it <laughs> What? You finished it. I didn't know that. I did. <clears throat> I did. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. It's one of those shows that's really easy to just leave on while you do stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that. <clears throat> All right. Yep, that's it. That's it? Then let's move on yep. to our guest spotlight. Whoop, whoop. Oh, we're doing a we're doing a whoop whoop this time, I guess. Marissa. What do you mean this time? I've been doing it all, every single time. It, sometimes there's claps. Sometimes there's... Oh, yeah. Well, I'm holding my phone, so if I would literally start clapping, I'd drop my phone off. <laughs> Just throw it up in the air and what catch I, it. Okay, ready, ready? Got it. Yeah, that was really entertaining for the <laughs> listeners who couldn't see it. I don't know why we did that. That was quite the detour. All right, anyway. Marissa. Hello. We're going to talk a little bit about movies you really like, TV shows you really like. We're going to talk a little bit more about TV because you lo- you really like TV. Probably the person okay. on the podcast who likes the TV the most. Person who's been on the podcast, I'd say. You like TV a lot. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> um, so, but let's, let's start with favorite movies, favorite TV shows. Just give us a couple examples. Okay. Um... I didn't know I was allowed to talk about TV shows, but I can get some stuff for you. Anyway, I'll, I'll start with movies, though, because I was prepared for that. Okay, let's start. I can, get some, <laughs> she's like, I can get the good stuff. One minute. <laughs> um, my favorite movies, I don't know. I'm not one of those people that watch movies a lot to begin with, mm-hmm. but I did watch some just for the podcast. Um, oh, wow. Thank you. I feel so Thank bad. you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I would say that, like, one movie that I like to watch a lot, so I guess would probably be considered one of my favorite movies, would be Bridget Jones's Diary. And I know what you're thinking. Wow, rom-com. How can that be someone's favorite movie? No. (laughs) This is more than a rom-com. This this goes beyond rom-com. Anyway. I've only heard nice. great things. I've only heard great things. So I, I... Have you really? Yeah. I it's mean, I haven't heard funny. anything bad about that movie ever. It's like actually... Fun. It, 
it's not the same kind of it's like a british movie so it's more although i wouldn't even say it's british humor but it's it's actually funny i don't know a lot of rom-coms aren't that funny but this one was they play a little bit more into the the rom than the com yes in this one (laughs) (laughs) she had a like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i would say i don't know i just i like the whole plot of it all i guess i don't know it it's it seems like i guess i mean there's obviously parts that are unrealistic but i like movies that have like a realistic element to it and mm-hmm. I think that this one has some. So I'm like, okay. Aren't some of your favorite movies superhero movies? Ah, uh, that's a whole different thing. There's if realism. Gonna, There's <laughs> realism. If you're going to be non-realistic, then just, like, go all in. Go superhero. Go for it. You know? Yeah. I agree. Don't, like, don't... I, I just want to make sure. I'm not calling you out. I just want to make sure that, like... Like, cause, yeah, I was just going to say, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, that's, like, my favorite superhero movie. But it's, like, I don't know. They go... When it's... If it's going to be, like, a sci-fi or, like, fantasy type... Not fantasy. That sounds creepy. Um, But you know what I mean? Like, a not-real movie? Then make Mm -hmm. it a not-real movie. Don't try to make it seem like, oh, and this happens in everyday life. No, it doesn't. Yeah. That never happens. I don't know. And, like, yeah. So I I like movies that are comedies, but they aren't, like, supposed to just be comedies, I would say. Those are my favorite kinds of movies. Okay. That are, like but that wasn't like the purpose of them i guess yeah i like that 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 covers a lot covers superheroes covers the rom-com john so what if there is a rom-com superhero movie that's realistic would you just be like like completely (laughs) blown away what's a real oh it's possible superhero movie that's not real would would you call that movie batman begins (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) You got you got some of that romance. You got the realism of Nolan, and you got the superhero with Batman. That's Marissa's favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Batman Begins. <laughs> all right, all right. Yep. So on the TV side, either. on the TV side, what what, um, what are some of your favorites? My absolute favorite TV show ever is Gilmore Girls. I think it is just perfect in every way except for the last season they kind of dropped the ball they got different writers and the last season do you mean the last season like of the original show or like the netflix yeah. miniseries okay of the original show and it wasn't even like 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 i was talking about earlier about how sometimes they're just trying to like wrap it up super fast it wasn't even that kind of a thing it was just like you could tell that it was different writers it was not the same mm-hmm. feel and I think that, like, the end was, like, they did the whole series justice, I think. But, like, there were some parts in the middle where we were like, no, this isn't Gilmore Girls. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, did, besides that, it's great. Did you like I the miniseries? Did I, what? Did you like the miniseries, the Netflix one? Yes. Okay. I, yeah, I really liked it. I feel like, I, like, <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing, but <laughs> as soon as it, like, started, like, They, like, said the very first thing that it said was, like, the very first line of the entire series. And I just, like, started crying because I'm just, like, I've been waiting for this. No, I feel that. My heart feels. Yeah, because, like, I've been watching Gilmore Girls forever. Like, because they used to do repeats on... um, ABC Family. ABC Family. Yep. And I 
I'm sure that I'd seen every single one of those episodes before I actually watched it all the way through on Netflix. And I was like, this is great. This is a perfect show. Yeah. In my opinion. That's one of those shows that I really respect. And I think what they did was really cool. I just don't know if I could watch all of it. There's just so many episodes. It's just a lot. It's so worth it. I've like, I've said this before and people are like, you're really weird. But like, part of the reason that I like it is because in some episodes, just like nothing happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know that sounds like really weird, but like, that was like kind of what the show was about. It wasn't like, oh, and like all this dramatic stuff happens. And of course, dramatic stuff does happen. No, you're thinking about Seinfeld right now. Oh, no. (laughs) I've never watched Seinfeld. I don't think I'd like it. Yeah, David yeah. didn't like it either. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, I, I liked, I liked it. I, okay. I, I told you about Seinfeld. Yeah, you said you like, like liked it, but you're like, hey, I don't want to keep watching it. Like, like the thing, the thing about Seinfeld was like I understood what they were doing. I mm-hmm. like, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny, and like there'll be like the one episode where I'm just like dying the entire time because it's so so hilarious. Right. But then, like, I'll have to watch, like, like four or five more episodes until, until I get to that same, like, feeling. You know what right. I mean? That was, like, yeah. me with the final seasons of How I Met Your Mother. Not, like, the last season, but, the, yeah. like, the three before it where I'm like, oh, God, I got to watch this to get to the end. I'm like, oh, okay. I felt the same about How I Met Your Mother. I didn't think it was as great as a lot of people said it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is okay. I don't know. Yeah. With me, I think the the characters are what makes me love How I Met Your Mother. Like, even if the yeah. episodes aren't great, I like what the characters are and what they're doing, usually. So Is that know. on Hulu? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep. Um, I love The Office, as everyone should. Mm. Um, mm. Wow. Yep. Hail, I'll, 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 I'll hail, hail the office. Yeah. <laughs> no, I no, can't I wait till all of you guys get hypnotized by like th- this office cult, and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> one of the few people who's gonna have to save you. <laughs> Steve Carell, Overlord, and Dwight is just <laughs> his underling. Have you? And you don't have to take your headphones out. But have you heard the theory that like the office, the characters became like more of their selves or whatever or not like more of themselves like over exaggerated uh, oh themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. They get famous because they wanted to get I famous would, i like that theory yeah, a lot me too because it's so true because kevin just gets dumber like he gets so dumb the longer the show like he's a barely functioning <laughs> human at the end it's like can he you know, breathe is he all right <laughs> i hate that about tv shows whenever they have a dumb character they're like we just have to make this person more dumb. Yeah. Like they did that in they did that in um Friends with Joey. Yeah, Joey. Joey was not Joey's that dumb also a barely it. functioning human by the end. Right. We're like, well, that, that's all the like, opiates he does. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. Right. Like I, I hate it when they do that actually. But sometimes you get a character who's the same amount of dumb through all of it. And that would right. be that guy from Superstore, whose name I can't remember, <laughs> who makes the human cheese. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, what's his name? I don't remember. 
Should that get renewed for another season? I hope so. Oh my god, Superstore is yeah. so funny. That's that's a good one. Oh my god. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Superstore side tangent because every time every time a new episode of superstore comes out and i'm like it's real good i come on the podcast i'm like superstore just as good as always and aaron and dave are like yeah i don't know (laughs) and i'm like no (laughs) just watch it it's so funny it's really funny (laughs) (laughs) but yeah all right what i think is interesting about that show is that the main character is kind of like in and Anne from Parks and Rec. Like, she doesn't, like, really add to the humor. Yeah, it's but, just that people do... Funny situations happen because of her, Yeah, she, she's the straight man of the entire show. And even Jonah, too. The, the two, the male and female lead are both straight men, which is yeah. not what you normally see, I guess. Which is kind yeah, of fun. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, man, that show's so good. I need it to continue. Um, so otherwise, uh, other favorite shows are, no, wait, I want you to weigh in on this. This is a debate that has raged on for century, millennia even. Um, which is better, The Office or Parks and Rec? Ah, (laughs) um, I don't know. That one's like really hard for me because here's the thing. I can watch all of the office all the way through and i will think that each episode is like hilarious there isn't like a dull episode for me mm-hmm. whereas in parks and rec there it's are like almost like a cult mm, <laughs> there are <some>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no in parks and rec like the first season there's there's like some that are like oh, i don't know about this show Mm-hmm. And, like, even the second season, because of that one guy whose name I can't think of. Mark. He wasn't funny. Mark is the worst. Mark's Anyone worse than like Anne to you? <laughs> He's what? Is Mark worse than Anne to you? Yes. Okay. I hated I hated Mark. He did nothing for the show. Yeah, he did he's a pretty nothing. boring character. Anne was funny because Leslie complimented her so much like that yeah. was like one of the funniest parts of the show she like, has that going think, for it. like yeah i don't know and i also was not a fan of the last season of parks and rec like there were uh, there were some funny things in it but i don't think it was as good that is i think it's another example of what you were saying where they tried to wrap up so much right yeah yeah i agree but there are some really really funny parts of that but yeah, yeah, some of it's just a little say, weird. I don't know. I would say that... I would say that... Tough decision. Carson Rack has more lovable characters. But I would say that The Office, in general, is a better show. Yeah. I think. I can see that. I, I would... I don't know. <sighs> Man. I don't know if I want to... I don't know if I want to hate watch The Office. <laughs> See, this is the thing. You, you've, you've set no, in stone. Start hate watching. <laughs> this is what you've done. You, you've decided that you hate it, so you'd start watching it, and then you would just, by proxy, hate it. Wow. Right. It's like you do that for like every <laughs> single trailer movie you've seen. No, no. Wow. What I do wow, is no. I watch a trailer. I don't care about. It completely flips the script. 
Ooh. Now look it. Ooh. Tell me this. Something occult. Can say. you can you watch that Venom trailer and tell me that it looks like a movie that was well constructed? Yeah. Did you see the second trailer? I sure did. It looks like garbage. It looks better. Well, all right, better, yes, but it still looks like garbage. Are you yeah, saying it went from, like... from garbage to garbage? It went from hot garbage to like garbage that's cooled down a little bit. Like, okay, but like Solo, I kept telling you, hey, this movie doesn't even look that bad. And you're like, no, Marissa, it's going to be awful because they fired this person and this happened. Exactly. Blah, 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 blah. Thank you. And then yes, you Marissa, come on like, the oh, podcast, whatever you want to do. Come on, Marissa. <laughs> I, I, like, like, I don't know. You can't, yeah. you did all this research and just decided that it was going to be a bad movie. And then you saw it and you're all like, right. wait, this isn't that bad. All right. And I think if you would have watched it without all of those like pre- like this, like oh, this is gonna be terrible, or whatever. Yeah. Then you might have liked it more. Maybe. I could be wrong though. That's, exactly. That's an interesting point. If I didn't know that about Solo, I. What do you mean interesting point? I've been telling you this for the past. <laughs> well, like, no, I think I think specifically three years I've right. been doing this. Look, look when wait. your sister comes out, I was like, "What well, think about it this way?" And you're like, "Huh?" Like, <laughs> listen, listen. The difference is the difference is between trailers and. Behind the scenes <laughs> knowledge. Right <laughs> because with trailers, I think you get a very real look at like what a movie's going to be like. With solo, I definitely had a lot of knowledge before even I had even seen a trailer. Now that being no. said, there's a lot of stuff in solo that I think I would hate no matter what. <laughs> because some of it's pretty I, I, cringy. I wanna argue I wanna argue with you about a trailer because sometimes there's stuff in trailers that aren't even in the movie. Example, Fantastic Four. I love that. Fantastic. That's my favorite part. No, I really. Or but also I, trailers can be a good like representation, but they also cannot be because there's I I I I'm not gonna be able to speak to I have to think of a movie with a bad trailer now, but that's actually a good movie. Yeah, um, it would take me a minute. Mummy? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but, 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 but there, are, there are movies with bad trailers. Because sometimes it's hard to... It's hard to... Uh, commer- not commer- is it commercialize the word I'm looking for? It's yeah, hard to like, get out the idea of... Advertise of the movie it. Or like, cause you, because it's either the movie's just like that... Mind-blowing. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I don't know. But anyway, mm. did, what did you make a decision? You said Office was the better one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Marissa. But... I don't know where that side tangent. Where did? How did that even start? Because David's gonna hate watch the Office. Oh, that's what it. That's what it was. That's what it was. Okay. Um, I already do it with. Um, oh yeah, maybe I can finish. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. As far as TV and movies, let's let's end on this question. What are you looking for in a movie or a TV show that'll really that'll really pull you in, that'll make you really like it? Um I feel like well for a TV show, I would say the characters like make me love them as soon as it starts. Mm-hmm. Like cuz if I don't if I don't like them at the beginning, it's going to be Although, I'm one of those people that as soon as I start watching it, I feel like I have to watch it till the end. Like, I have to watch all of it. Mm-hmm. So, but, so that's not as much of an issue. But, like, I want to be pulled in right from the beginning. Yeah. That way I can enjoy watching it. Ooh. Yeah. I can understand that. 
I'm a, I'm a character person. I want the I want to like the characters. I guess like the plot's important, but like I really care about the characters, especially in TV shows because it goes on for so long. Yeah, you gotta like them. Um, right, and it's like if the plot sucks, it's like oh well that sucks, but these characters they're great. Yeah. Um, for a movie, um, kind of like what I said before, if it's supposed to be realistic, make it realistic. Don't throw random stuff in there. And I also like it to be funny, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> make, it fun- make it funny. Make it, uh, it needs make more jokes. It needs more jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Well, Marissa, thank you for being on the show. No we, we we've still we've still got two more segments, but I just wanted to thank you. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's what I, no, normally what I do at the end of these guest segments. I like to thank thank a people for being here. Whoop, whoop. Thanks, Marissa. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Thank you. <laughs> All right, sure. but let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Not to steal a bit from Jack's films, but. Shrek 3 is the worst of the Shrek series and should be removed from canon. <laughs> worse than Shrek Forever? N- no, Shrek 4 is awful. I can't even pretend like it's not the worst DreamWorks movie maybe ever. It's like ever. not even part of it. Yeah, I just pretend it doesn't exist most days. Um, <laughs> but, so if we... If we I'll think about it. <laughs> so if we pretend... Um, that four doesn't exist, then yes, three is the worst of the series. Um, so let's talk about three for a second. Let's talk about this intricate plot that they were like, kids will really connect to this. Um, the plot is that Shrek's going to be a dad, and, and he doesn't want to be king and dad. You know, that normal thing kids can relate to. Right. This kid's like, I can't be a father yet. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. My guess is if you're a kid like Shrek, you don't even think about being a dad yet. I hope. That'd be weird. That'd be wacky. Uh, so Shrek, he's like, I don't want to be a dad. Oh, there's also a really weird cutaway joke at the beginning where he's like, somebody better be dying because someone interrupts Shrek and Fiona as they're, like, kissing or whatever, and they're, like, baby stuff. Um, And then he's like, someone better be dying, and then it cuts to, like, Fiona's dad about to die. It's like, ooh, (laughs) that's a dark joke. (laughs) I'm like, okay. And they do a live and let die thing at the funeral. It's really weird. This movie, like, Shrek and Shrek 2 are, like, weird they're, like, parodies of, like, Disney movies. And, like, that's kind of cool. This movie goes straight into surreal. And it's really strange. It's surreal and also straight into pop culture reference. Which, yeah, there's a lot of that in 1 and 2. But this movie has no, <laughs> no limit on how many pop culture references it wants to shove in your face. So he's like, I can't be a king. I'm an ogre. Um, and then he goes and he tries to find King Arthur. I'm an ogre. I'm an ogre donkey. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. So he's like, I don't, I don't want to be king. So then he goes and he's like, I got to go find King Arthur, played by Justin Timberlake. Um, and he does. Perfect. And he's like, oh, this must be. He goes to like a Isn't college. He or something? He's like, a, goes to a college. 
I remember because there's like a joke about people smoking weed in like a wagon. They're like hotboxing a wagon or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. What What's wrong? What's wrong with Strike Three? Um. So then he finds him. He's like, "This scrawny kid. He'll never be a king." And then other things happen. I this is where I don't remember anything left in Track Three. Those are the only parts I remember. But I also remember um, there's a scene where all the princesses are locked up, and they have like an epic gear up montage, and one of them burns a bra or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was weird. And then immigrant song is in this movie, and that's might be the best part of the movie, just because immigrant song is so great. What? What's your favorite song? Well, Immigrant Song isn't my favorite song, but it's my favorite part of the movie. No, no, no. What's your favorite Shrek-themed song throughout the entire quad- quadrilogy? Quadrilogy. Mine is definitely Accidentally in Love. It's not a Shrek-themed song. That was before Shrek. Do you just mean, what, what's, my favorite so- what's my favorite song that's in any of the Shrek movies? Because then, yeah, I guess Immigrant Song would be my favorite. They always do different covers and like. <laughs> don't you remember this from the tracks? You know. No, because accidentally in love is actually counting crows. It's not a cover. It that's just don't the song. Oh, I want you than that or no? No. <laughs> it, they just play it. Yeah. Everyone's happy. They they I kind don't of. Think that what is anything a cover in that movie? I think it's all just the actual songs, and then they have and someone Shrek singing. 3, it. No, because no, maybe I'm talking about Shrek Two, the better of the Shrek. Shrek Two, Fairy Godmother oh, sings, "I Need a Hero." <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one? That great bit. Um. <laughs> no. Uh. So. <laughs> So three, yeah, I guess if this is the criteria we're going off of, yes, Immigrant Song is my favorite (laughs) Shrek song. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Snow White, Snow White's, like, singing to the birds or whatever, and then she goes, and the birds start, like, attacking the trees, and I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, I I like Immigrant Song, so you could have sold me on anything with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then all that happens... And the joke I remember most from this movie, and it's not even that much of a joke, um, because we saw this with our aunt when it first came out, and Prince Charming is, like, the main villain in this, but he's, like, putting on a play where, like, he kills an ogre, but the ogre's gonna be Shrek or something. I don't know. It's weird. Um, But when he's rehearsing, he's wearing pink leg warmers, (laughs) and our aunt thought it was the funniest thing she's ever seen in a movie, which I loved, because she thought she was just dying laughing, and me and Marissa look at her like, what? Uh, What? (laughs) What's the joke? And she's like, pink leg warmers? (laughs) I love my aunt. (laughs) She's amazing. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. And then things happen, Then he has the little babies. Um, well, Fiona has the babies. Um, <laughs> that would be such a great twist. <laughs> for, like, for, ogres. for ogres, the male has the baby. And like, Whoa! <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's just... I don't know. It's a bad movie. But there are little moments that I really enjoy because of memories. 
and moments. So, and Shrek moments. 3. Memories. And then they threw it all down the drain with Shrek Forever After. <laughs> Which isn't even a real Shrek movie. Yeah. Honestly. Like, it feels so weird. It's just a, isn't it just a knockoff of... Yeah, it's a wonderful life, life. yeah. Well, it's not actually a Shrek movie. We won't count it. It really does feel like how, you know how they did those Christmas specials after Shrek 3? It honestly feels like an extended Christmas special. Like, they just had an idea and they're like, let's just make it live, let's just make it feature length. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can't wait for Shrek 5 through 19. Let's do it. Woo. I'm not excited. But what if it's there. good? Then, okay. I can't remember the last good DreamWorks movie, though. Despicable Me. Nope. Illumination. <laughs> oh. Also, Illumination and DreamWorks are now owned by the same company now. So, DreamWorks might go down the tank pretty quick here, unfortunately. Great. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. To the fault in your stars. This is, of course, the segment where we take a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, and we toss it out there, have the other two try and guess what movie this review is for. This week, David, coming with another hot, spicy review. Hello? Who's ready? (laughs) I'm ready. I was, pulling up the, I was trying to pull up. The, okay, all right. The thing. <laughs> I thought we lost you, because you said, like, the no. 7% thing earlier. We're good. We're good. I'm at 11 now, baby. 11. Right. Two stars. Two stars. Meaning it's a bad movie. It's a bad it's a, it's it's a good wait, movie. Don't wait, wait, wait. Meaning it's a good it's movie. It's a good movie. Sorry. <laughs> okay. How's my brain working? Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So this actor acting by himself is not really a good movie, though. Overall story is good, but seeing this actor all by himself was pretty bad. Is that is that it? Yeah. Do you have another one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Th- throw us the other Two stars. one. Okay. Thank you. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm, there's no way I'm getting anything from that. Go for it. Go for it. If they decide to stick with the original ending. I probably would have given this movie four stars, stars because I think it's a genius finale. However, as it is, they didn't really leave much to it. Is it? I think I know what it is. And I think I might agree with these people. <laughs> if it is what I think it is. You want to guess? You can look, you know, the next one I'm, I give you is definitely going to... Yeah, you, well, I'll take a guess right now, and then if I'm wrong, we'll, we'll hear the third one. We'll hear the third one no matter what, but yes. I just want to... Is it I Am Legend? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I, I don't know that I agree with the first person's review. I definitely agree with the second one. I don't really like oh, yeah, the ending. Se- the, the, the second cut's like ten times better. That's the... Yeah. Like, the, like the, not the movie cut, like the actual director's cut. Yeah. And I, I, honestly, I'm not even that big of a fan of I Am Legend. But, like, I totally, I don't think it's a bad movie. I'm just, like, it's not my thing. But. Mm-hmm. I, thought it, I thought it was fine, and then I saw, like, the, like I, and then I saw, like, the, like, the actual real, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. so much better. That one's good. But re- read us, read us right. this review. T- t- tell us what we're working with you here. Ready? One oh, I'm star. ready. One, one star. It went way lower. One star. Rating because the dog died. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I mean, they should have known. If there's a dog in a movie, it's going to die. Now, does that mean an Axel, the robot dog, is going to die? <laughs> no. Oh, I kind of want to see the movie now. I know. I know. I know. <clears throat> we'll talk about this just because, Marissa, you and I, we have this, like, little joke. Where every time we go to the movies now, we're like, Axel, Axel, Axel. <laughs> it's in front of every movie. It really is. Every single movie, it does not matter what we're going to see. It mm-hmm. is in front of it. And it, it is awful. And it doesn't even look like it. there was a lot of money put into the movie. No. It looks pretty low budget. The biggest actor is Ted Mosby from... Is that actually him? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh, I was Which is sure. Weird. Yeah, and well, they have ripoff Megan Fox. And yeah, they have, <laughs> I don't even know who the other guy is trying know. to be. Yeah, me either. There's like a line that always makes us laugh though, where it's like, "You can't just keep him. He's a robot." And then the boy goes, "An intelligent robot." <laughs> and you're like, yeah. "Okay." Yeah. Points true north, and then he uses a dirt bike to jump over. To the jump dog. over the dog, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Like, oh, okay. oh my god, I can't wait. See, I, I didn't see this trailer until after Aaron had left for for his job, and I just want to talk to him about it so badly because this is a movie that I know he'll hate, and I don't know if he's even seen this trailer. <laughs> but I really want, has. I really want to bring it into his life if he has. It. <laughs> Like, I just think when it's funny. When does he funny. come back? Two weeks? Uh, 18th. So, we're almost there. I think it's funny that, like, the preview starts. Nothing, like, nothing in the preview has happened. It's just, like, that little, like, fall uh, on the water. And, like, me and Jacob bust out laughing. <laughs> well, it's the... It, you're probably like, what the heck? It's <laughs> the... Like, rung, rung. Yeah, there's a motorcycle or something. Like the there's logos twist. <laughs> like the handlebars yeah. on the motorcycle. <laughs> you just oh bust out laughing and people are probably like, what the heck is wrong with people? Oh my god, I can't wait. Anyway. It's like exactly like that Monster Trucks movie too. That came out like two years ago or whatever. Ooh. It yeah. looks exactly like it. Um, Guys, this has been episode 111 of Reboot already underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbex with two S's 15 on Twitter. You can find Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog name is already taken at tumblr.com. He wrote a review for Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I assume he's probably working on a Mission Impossible Fallout review. I don't know that for sure. That might be some inside info I just gave. Who's to say? Uh, and if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr, Jake Lace on Letterbox, and Jake Lace on YouTube. Still have my Purge video up. You can check that out. Hopefully you like it. And if you want to I find... I I did. Well, thank you, David. <laughs> um, and if you want to find the podcast around the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, Facebook. Um, yeah. And, of course, if you find us on iTunes or if you find us on SoundCloud, leave us a like, leave us a review. If you're liking what we do, and yeah, I thought that rhymed, but it didn't. Guys, join us next week when we get spooked and talk about uh, the Bye Bye Man.
We miss you, Aaron. Come home. <laughs> Bye.